This week's episode is brought to you by the Invent Gents. An inside-out ice cream cone. A pretzel jar that is also sometimes a potato chip jar. Gloves that keep your drink cold. A paint palette where the more you paint, the faster it spins. These are the kinds of ideas you like to come up with in our new podcast, Invent Gents. On our podcast, you can hear some of the wackiest inventions you've ever heard, and some kind of practical, but mm, no, 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 Mostly <laughs> just terrible <laughs> ideas. Uh, but it comes out every Tuesday, and you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. <laughs> and as we always say here, keep it classy, keep it smart, and keep inventing. Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, ready to get into this hate. Ah, I'm in a really good mood this weekend, Jake. You know why? Why? Because uh, I'm worried. Ireland won yesterday. Oh, that's right. That's right in the Six Nations tournament. So I'm um, I'm very happy. And also, uh, England lost, which is I which, guess that's good. Which is good because I think that leaves Ireland as the only undefeated team in the tournament. All so right. I'm happy about that. Uh, sorry to all our English listeners, but I am a big fan of the Irish rugby team. So can't help myself. Anyway, so like you said, you're ready to get in some hate? Yes, I am. Today we've got some uh, some hate centered around English, the English language. Uh, and... To celebrate England's loss? <laughs> sure, why not? We're going to add insult to injury. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, the title is gonna, of this episode is going to be English, You're Doing It Wrong. And here's how you can do it right. Just follow these th- simple steps. Abide by my hate and don't do these things. The number one thing I hate is when people use the wrong homophone okay. for something. And, you know, this is like the there, there, and there. Ah. They all sound the same, yes. but they're spelled differently, and they all mean different things. Or they two, do. two, and two. Or um, I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head. Those are the two that come to mind right away. And the T-O-W, T-W-O. The T-W-O that come to my mind right away. And there, T-H-E-Y-R. I can't even spell it. I had to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I told you, I hate spelling bees, and this kind of ties into it. But uh, anyway, what really irritates me about using the wrong homophone is when I'm the person that does it. Ah. And I feel like such an idiot when someone points it out. I'm like, Ugh! I had to do this a couple times recently. Chris, uh, one of our listeners, Chris, said, hey, you use the wrong homophone in this. And I'm like, oh, I got to go back and fix that. That's terrible. I hate. Uh, there's a. There's also a list of mispronunciations I hate. Ooh, this is good. Let's get into this. All right. So for this. I hate when people pronounce or mispronounce all for all intents and purposes. Ooh, yes. And they will say for all intensive purposes. That is a meaningless phrase. It is. It has no meaning, and you should stop using that that phrase. It is not for all intensive purposes. It is for all intents and purposes. So there. It's, I mean, it's, that's it. 
we tidied that one up. Let's that, go to the next one. That's right. Uh, I hate when people mispronounce etc. So it comes from the Latin et cetera, which is two words. The first one means and, and the second one, cetera, means the rest. So it's and the rest. Okay. And it's et cetera. It is not et cetera. There is no X in et cetera. Yeah. I mean, I guess this one's kind of tough, though, because it's not spelled out. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to look at a word and see it and then just say it wrong. Yes. It's another to see ETC and not know where it comes from or know what the words are. Yeah, it's like and the- And then misprint, It's like the, it. uh, yeah, it's like E dot G dot, which yeah. is for example, Gratia, and IE, which I don't know what the Latin word words are, but it, it means that is. In other words, I hate when people mispronounce height. How, how and, do they mispronounce it? And- Lisa from upstairs will deliberately do this. She'll say height. There's no, there's no th. Right, but she'll there. Right, but there isn't width. Right, so I guess yeah. people think that height has the same kind of thing, and it, it's not height. It's height. Height and height width and width. They are yeah. difficult words to say. The diction is tough to get right. So, <laughs> but try. I hate when people mispronounce the word Celtic. Okay. And this is very common in in America here. Uh, because we actually have a basketball team called the Boston Celtics, and people will say the Boston Celtics. Like, every single fan of the team will call them the Celtics. I've only ever heard them called the Celtics. Well, you've only ever heard them called the wrong thing, because <laughs> it's, it's Celtic with a hard the, what C. Are, what do the team owners call it? They call it the Celtics, and they're wrong. But if it's their team, they can call it whatever they want. Listen, in Gaelic, there is no K letter. The C is the hard sound. Yeah. Right? So it's Celtic. Sure. We honor we honor the 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 origin of it. Now, do we say Cleveland Slavaliers? No, we say Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. So, I I feel like they they own the team so they have the discretion to change how it's pronounced. No, they don't. It's like it's like the guy that came up with the word gif. He says it's pronounced jif and he's wrong. It's pronounced gif. Okay, so that one makes no sense because it's it's an acronym. Right. It's an acronym. And the G stands for graphic. Graphic. It's not graphic. It's graphic. Yeah. He doesn't get to say how we pronounce words. It's GIF. Well, and he does, doesn't own the I'm a. not the only one that thinks this. You know who Maddox is? The guy that has the best page in the universe? You don't know that. Okay. Well, you should check it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, he's also had podcasts and, and videos, but he's with me on this, and, and there are lots of other people with me on this. And- and we're right because it is pronounced GIF. And okay. everybody can tell me all they want. It's pronounced GIF. And I'm just going to tell them they're wrong because they are. All right. Well, that's all I've got. And I'm really getting worked up. So we need to move on to listener hate. Uh, keep it short and sweet on the on the things Joe hates. And we'll talk about what the listeners hate. And some of you, you know who you are, Chad, wrote responses to my request for input that were just a mass of bad grammar in English. Now, hang on a second. <laughs> You you are the one who bestowed Super Listener upon Chad. Yes, yes, Super Listener Chad. He's a great listener. I couldn't ask for a better listener. <laughs> he's a he's <laughs> a bad writer though. Well, no, he was he he did it deliberately. He <laughs> he wrote. Chad this. knows how to push your buttons. Yeah, he pushed my buttons. <laughs> so good work, Chad. You, <laughs> Super Listener Chad strikes again. Excellent. I'll call him Super Listener Chad next week, but this week no. <laughs> what else we have, Jake? So. Yeah, there's lots of listeners hated the whole homophone thing. Yeah. That's including Josh, Kayla, and Sheila. They're all like, the homophones set me off. Yep. Um, Judge 
who is an Englishman. Aha. Sorry, Judge. Sorry about <laughs> England this week. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm so, not. So <laughs> he says some of the American pronunciations of the words like niche, aluminum, and the herb, oregano, sounds like bad English. See, now, I asked for clarification on this from Judge, and and you just said niche the way he likes to hear it. Which all that's all I've ever. I yeah. mean, I guess there's niche. I've heard but, people say niche, and I've heard people say niche. But I've heard, but I, mostly I hear niche. I hear niche, and that's what I say. Aluminum. They say aluminium, and they actually spell the the metal differently. Yeah, it's a different. It's spelled it's, differently. It's a different spelling of the word. So but that's kind of like it's two separate words at that point. It almost is right. It's the dialects are diverging enough to become one word that has two separate spellings and, and pronunciations. And they don't say oregano. They say oregano. That's just, that's nonsense. I'm sorry, <laughs> Judge. That's, <laughs> it takes so much longer to say. They have, they, 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 it does. But the, the Brits have this rule that everything is going to be spoken with the rules of, of, uh, of our language. So if you buy a car uh, that is made by Nissan over there, you're buying a Nissan. No, you're not. It's a Nissan. It's a Nissan, but they call it Nissan. If you watch Top Gear or, or now Grand Tour, uh, Jeremy Clarkson always says Nissan. Well, Jeremy Clarkson is wrong. I, we say Nissan because that's how the Japanese pronounce it. Yeah. Um, I will also point out the word herb. I know, and I don't know if this is ubiquitous across uh, most native English speakers in the British Isles, but if I'm correct... It's pronounced herb. Herb, right. They pronounce the H. Right. Like an advertising radio, a radio advertising salesman from the yeah. 70s, Herb Tarlick. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's that. <laughs> right. And then Kayla and Sheila, again, don't like the mixing up of less and fewer. I can relate to this, I think. I, I It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers them. I think, uh, you know, I have... I have uh, fewer compunctions with this. Very good. <laughs> that is correct. Doug also hates, I could care less. Oh, that is one of the worst. That's He says, are they trying to say they care a little? And again, I, I 100% agree. So I've received some training in radio and broadcast production, right? Right. And one of the first things that they go through is how you pronounce things and how you say things over the radio or for broadcasting. It that's fascinating because I have a degree in this, believe it or yeah. not, and they never actually talked about the proper pronunciation of stuff. Interesting. Well, I was getting my bachelor's degree well, in mass communication. The the number one things that when I when I would go to the class, the first thing you'd see when you'd walk in was a poster that said on one side it's not this and it had a column, right. and the other side said it's this and had a column. And one you already mentioned, intensive purposes was on the left, right in the wrong column. Yep, and intense and purposes was on the right. Correct. On the left hand side, Doug was I could care less, and on the right hand side was I couldn't care less. As in, I could not possibly care less about this than I already do. Exactly. And if you think about it, it just makes sense. Right. Why would you say I could care less? I don't know why people say that. I. That's when exasperating. People, when people say to me, I could care less, I say, why don't you get on that and care less? Yeah. <laughs> you're not doing because a very you're good being job. careless with your speech. Yeah, you're not doing a very good job of being careless. Right. So David says, 
I'm like, you know, awesome topic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, when I was a young man, you know, was part of my vernacular. And one time I was talking to my grandfather and it was like coming, it was coming out of my mouth every pause that I had. It was my, my go-to inarticulate speech. And my grandfather stopped me and he said, you keep saying, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And if I did know, why would you be talking to me? <laughs> I was like, huh, that's a, that's a good point. And I, I made an effort to stop using it. It's tough. I use it a lot too. I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast. Yes. In fact, I said it at the very beginning of what I was just talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I do it unintentionally. Yes. It's again, it's like you said, it's it's a crutch word. It's words you use when you don't know what to say. Exactly. Or when your it's, brain's processing stuff. Just an, you know? It's essentially it's it's a way of saying uh without saying uh it's with putting actual words in there. Yeah. It's that okay to have it's okay to have a pause in your speech. Yes, yes. Dave Bittner from the Cyberwire. Ah, great podcast. Yes. Hates time to call in the cavalry. <laughs> cavalry. It's cavalry. Right. I I very much agree. Yep. This, cavalry, cavalry. If on... I'm correct, is where uh, is the hill upon which, uh, in the Bible, Jesus was crucified. Yes, it was the the execution spot outside of Jerusalem where the Romans executed yeah. people. So, not even not even close. Right. <laughs> not even close. This should be on that sign in uh, where you were trained. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't remember that one. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was there. Yeah. To be honest, I, there's a lot. There's plenty more that I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was plenty. Yep. Um, uh, this I think this one was. I'm, I'm reading ahead a little bit here, but hope hates so many things. Right. Where's it at? Ugh. <laughs> In regards to what? I'm not sure. But it's just, it's just she's just saying it should be. Where is it? Not where is it at. Where is it at is at is unnecessary in 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 the speech and it's improper. Oh, oh, okay. So that's interesting because that I I'm from Pennsylvania and there's a lot of Pennsylvania Dutch speakers right around there and that is quite common having hanging prepositions like that. Yeah. Because in German and I know Pennsylvania Dutch is not German, it's a derivative of German. Right. I I know. It's fine fine structure in German. But right? in German you have verbs that are you have your verb part and then a preposition in the front. And when you conjugate it, you take that verb, the the actual verb itself, you conjugate that and you take the preposition and you throw it to the end of the sentence. Huh. So you get the same, you know things where you'd say where is it at? Where in German there is an there is an at is word that gets broken up. Right, to be just like that syntax. Yeah, to have the preposition at the end. So right. it's but we're not talking about German. We're talking about English. I I know, but I'm saying that uh, people English, who, doing who just wrong. grew up around that, right? That's how they learned English from people who spoke like that. And so there's, I know that's not the entire country, but I I sympathize with that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I kind of hate it. I I, <laughs> I I hate when people end sentences with prepositions. It's something up with which I will not put. Uh. Quote Winston Churchill. <laughs> um, but the next one was definitely on the the poster. Okay. Supposedly. <laughs> oh, man. Supposedly. Yeah. It's supposedly. Yes, that was definitely on there. Supposedly. The next one that she hates is calling 
all inclusive resorts, all exclusives. <laughs> I can't say I've heard this one before. I have but... never heard someone say this, but I can very easily imagine someone saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's plausible. It They're is. similar sounding words. But they but mean exactly the opposite. They do. She, she says that's actually the opposite. Right. <laughs> that's not what you mean. All exclusive, you can't come in. Exactly. <laughs> which is really silly because there has to be somebody there to turn away, which everyone is excluded. Right, exactly. It's just for one person. All others exclusive. Um, and then she hates when people say, this is her instead of this is she. Yeah. That's kind of nuanced, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean. I mean, I, this is she is proper, and this is he is proper. Right. I, I just say, speaking. Yeah. Actually, what I do is I get real paranoid. Who's calling? Why do you have this number? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take me off your list. What's your name? What's your last name? How do you spell it? What's your home address? <laughs> I usually get them to hang I, up yeah, that way. I, I don't know that I, I can say that I can hate this just because it's... I, I, I mean, I don't I don't hate it. It's 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 really low on the list of impropriety here, so... Yeah. Hope You got three out of four, though. Yeah, you did. Um, DT hates the use of the word myself... When I or me should be used. Oh, this is the wrong first person pronoun problem. Okay. They have an example. Brad, Tito, and myself went to the bar. No. Brad, Tito, and I went to the bar. If you have any questions, call Louise or myself. No, call Louise or me. Listen, this is so easy to get right. And I'm going to tell everybody how to make sure they're using the right pronoun for I, me, or myself. Okay. Usually, nine times out of ten, you can use it as uh, you can. You're going to use the pronoun I or me. Very rarely do you use myself. You say I will do it myself. So you're talking about I and me, and they're the the objective and subjective form of the word, and myself goes into some subordinate clause. So, but here's the way to remember it easily: just take everybody else out of the equation, right? So when DT says, uh, what's his example? Brad, Tito, and myself went to the bar. Just take Brad and Tito out. And what do you say? I went to the bar. I went to the bar, right? That's the right pronoun to use, right? And then he says, if you have any questions, call Louise or myself, right? Take Louise out out of the sentence. If you have any questions, call me, right? That's how you do it. That's the easy. It's so easy to get this one right, and people get it wrong all the time. All the time. I hear people who are very good speakers get it wrong. DT, you hit a nerve. Good yeah, job. man. That's exactly right. Um, um, this Excellent. probably goes right to the top of my list. <laughs> Tom from Facebook says, I hate English. <laughs> the written language is, quite simply, a giant mess. And the thing is, you could fix pretty much every problem with five simple changes that would make it unambiguous and completely phonetical. All right. So we're going to dig in deep them? here. Are you ready? He does enumerate them, doesn't he? It's Tom. He's got to, enu- he's got to enumerate them. Uh, yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Number one, no more silent or double letters and no more letter that modifies the sound of other letters, especially vowels. Okay. Number two, long vowels get the macron. It's like a, a line over. Over the letter. Yep. It's like an umlaut. It would be a diacritic that we put on in our 
in our alphabet. And all non-marked vowels are pronounced short. The third pr pronunciation of A, get the ash, A-E. Redundant letters are removed from the alphabet. By to C, Q, and X. All right. I kind of like the letter C. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> kind of attached to that letter. Yeah. And also, I don't know. Is Q redundant? Uh, it could be replaced with a K and a W. Or no, I guess, you know what? It's probably not redundant. I don't know that Q is redundant. Tom, I disagree that Q is redundant. But anyway, there's plenty more. Right. Four. No more mimicry. G no longer mimics J. PH no longer mimics Wait, F. Does G mimic J as it does in GIF? Is that what he's talking about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Y no longer mimics I or E. No more sometimes Y. Right. It's always just a consonant like in the word yes. And five. Lastly, replace multi-letter single sound combos. TH, SH, CH, and NG as in ING with new single-letter versions. Like the theta for TH. Uh, sure. Like, I think that's what how you do it in Greek. Well, sure. <laughs> um, and then he says, with this, spelling bees become a thing of the past, Yay! along with homophones, <laughs> heteronyms, and most homographs. One last thing. Let's change the name of the letter W to WOW. <laughs> It has nothing to do with you, and it's way too many syllables. Here's the thing. Right. I don't like that because I love the way that people on the radio and television pronounce W. W. They go, W. w. And it's it's just so satisfying to hear. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, go to your local BMW dealership. Here, here Tom, I, I understand where you're coming from on this, but you've got to – I heard it best described by some some – I think it was a linguist at Merriam-Webster, and she said that English is a mongrel of a language, <laughs> which which is why it is one of the most difficult languages to learn to speak for non-native speakers. Because there's these rules, and then we break all of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> there's rules, and we break all of them. Like, if you have a house, and you have two houses, that makes sense, right? Yes. That's because house comes from the German hausen, or house, house. and yeah. then the plural of that is hausen. Yes. Right. But mouse does not come from German. I think it comes from 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 French, which is a Romance language. So the plural of mouse is mice, like goose and geese. It 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 doesn't make any sense. Like moose and meese. Moose. Right. Exactly. Moose and mooses, or moose and moose. It's just moose. It's just moose. There's no mooses. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Meeses. Meeses. I hate meeses. <laughs> meeses to pieces. Right. Uh, I think Tom. You're quite the intellectual. Yes, I'm going to go and ahead. No one is going to agree with you. I'm going There's to go gonna ahead like, and give Tom. It took the me rant long enough week. to to learn this language. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm not changing. I'm going to go ahead and award Tom the rant of the week, though. That's, That's pretty good. Tom. Yeah, right off the bat. If yep. nothing else, it was certainly the longest and the hardest to uh, to articulate. Yep. Uh, Terry and Bob hate that could have, could have, and would have, would have. Mutated into could of and would of. Uh, is this one that was on the poster? Yes, Jake? it was. Yes, could have and would have instead yes. of could have. Yes, I'm I'm with them on this one. This one is just an indication that you have probably not read much. I mean, well, I mean, even so, it's just it's just demonstrably wrong. It is <laughs> as yep. simple as that. <laughs> so, educator extraordinaire Bob. Uh, Bob, probably one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. 
Really? Yes. Interesting. Well, thank you, Bob. Yep. Uh, by the way, a different Bob from the previous Bob. Right. <laughs> Although those two Bobs know each other. They hate <laughs> this Bob. Educator extraordinaire Bob hates gonna, shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like the shortening of words. Yeah, but it's slang. It What's is wrong slang. With slang? Uh, I mean, it's 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 one thing to say it in a in an informal context. It's another thing to write it. Yeah, I think I think that's right. If if I see that written down in like any kind of uh, any kind of real correspondence, like if I get an email with that, I'm gonna. Yeah, I know what I'm gonna do. I will text or like instant message gonna. Yeah, I will never write it in a paper. No, I'll never write no, it in it, a letter I, or an email. But if I'm just instant messaging somebody, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, that, and as that, I just did. That's okay because you're you're not. That's a, that's an informal means of communication. If you're talking about exactly. a formal means of communication, don't do this. Don't do this. Understand what your who your audience is. Know your audience and use the proper language when you're speaking. As in a formal we do. Way. We know our audience. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we love them. Every last one of them. Nancy hates irregardless. <sighs> and it pained me just to say that. <laughs> it did. My mother used to joke when people would say irregardless. She said, that's another gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. She despises that word. I hate it too. Because it's not really a word. It, it, it isn't. Yeah, you mean regardless. Right, yeah, just regardless. You don't need to say ear regardless. You don't put that ear in front of it. I'm cringing just, just thinking about it. And what's worse about this is if you actually go to dictionary.com yes. and you search for irregardless, it's an entry. Is it an informal entry? It says non-standard ah, is what see. it says. In other words, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> By the way, uh, I know a lot of people commented on use of literally. That is going to be an entire podcast in and of itself. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm... I am literally looking forward to it. Good. So finally, this is the last listener hate. All right. Lisa from upstairs says, quote, a lot, as in A-L-O-T, right. is not a word. It is not. It's two words, a lot. Yep, it That's is. That's it. It I is. I don't know how <laughs> anyone could say it any you, better. You couldn't be more right, dear. Yes. Lisa from upstairs with... The concise answer. Yep. And I hate wrong. that too. It is wrong. <laughs> By the way, A-L-L-O-T is a word, but it's a verb. So if you're using that as a as an adjective, uh, you're still wrong. You're using it wrong. Yep. All right. Well, that's all our listener hate. Well, that that is too much hate for me to read. Yeah, that was that was quite good. Uh, I pretty that much was agree with a all of it. Lot of hate. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, I want to thank other Potter and Family podcasts. We're part of a group of podcasts now, just the Potter and Family. Uh, it's a loose affiliation. And if I was going to recommend a, a a podcast for you to listen to this week, I'd recommend The Unwritable Rant with Juliet Miranda. I think it's a pretty good podcast. I've listened to three episodes so far, and I, I find it very entertaining. So if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends. Also, it would really help if you rate us on iTunes or Facebook. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. 
Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.